Welcome back to another episode of Being Human with Chris Walker, a podcast about just that, being human. How can we be a little more of the human we really want to be? And how can we be a little less of the human being that we think that we're supposed to be? Today, we are talking about belonging. Belonging is a inherent DNA-coded component of being a human. For there is the belonging to our mother, i.e. connected to our mother, belonging, being a part of her. There is the aspect of belonging to the social structure of being a human and the groups of being a human that allow us to develop our brain, that allow us to feel safe. The aspect of the wolf pack. But there is a balance and a relationship that we need to create to find a sense of peace in our relationship with belonging, with connection, as well as with space. This expansion, contraction, this spaciousness, and this connection. But belonging is a beautiful thing. And spaciousness is a beautiful thing. And I have a tattoo on my back that is a, a wolf within a pack. And before I knew that this was a concept, uh, I always love the concepts that I have a version of them in my own head. And then I read them and other things like, oh, nice. What I thought wasn't just me. And for me, this tattoo that I have on my back, which is a lone wolf, and then there's a, pack, a set of pack wolves. There's an owl and a full moon. And what it said to me is choose between being a pack wolf or a lone wolf through wisdom. So let wisdom be my light to choose when I want to be a lone wolf or when I want to be a pack wolf. And let me, let's break that down. So a pack wolf, there is a strength in fending for ourselves, going out, being on our own. At the same time, if I am on my own because I'm scared of being rejected by the pack, if I'm single because I'm scared of being rejected by a woman, I am now choosing this lone wolf not out of the strength and what it's doing from for me. I'm choosing it out of fear. And let's flip over to the other side, being a pack wolf. Community is beautiful. Relationships are beautiful. Connection is beautiful, but to stay in community or to be in a relationship because you are scared of being alone, you've now taken that and you've chosen connection. You've chosen the pack out of the fear of being alone. And I don't know if there is a definitive what, what, what's fear, what's wisdom, if this is a sliding scale, but only we can answer that for ourselves. But I do look at, I've been single for a while now. And I do know that part of me is like, I haven't really felt a deep connection. Maybe I don't have a full disconnection with the last person that I was with, but I'm pretty aware that like, this is a heavy choice that I'm all good with. But then there's also the moments in which I see a beautiful woman and I am, no one believes me, but I am naturally a very shy person. And so there is like, oh, am I shy? Am I using my shyness as a way to stay? to not be rejected by a potential woman that I think is beautiful? And am I 
you know, I kind of staying a lone wolf to protect myself from protect myself from maybe the rejection of a person. And, you know, the answer is, I don't know. But I do know that these two sides exist and how I can find the wisdom to choose my pack wolf time and my lone wolf time. But the challenge that is that happens is the comfort and the thing that fills us up inside to belong, to belong to a group. And at which our yearningness to belong has a counterbalance and how it, as it lowers, so does our relationship with our authenticity, who we truly are. So I had a beautiful time in London that started off as a very, very, very unbeautiful time. The unbeautiful time in London started when I separated from my now ex-wife and that happened not to get into the weeds about that, but that happened primarily because of a number of really, really selfish, hurtful things that I did on my part. And I found myself single and that was what I wanted. I wanted to be single. I wanted to be free. And then I did the dating thing. You know, I downloaded the apps and I'm like, you know, swipe in here, swipe in there and going on dates. And this woman asked me one time, she's like, you know, I don't think you're that interested in me. And I, I think I shared about this in another episode. And I was like, my head immediately was like, oh man, I don't think I'm that interested in you. I just figured you were attractive and we would do this dating thing enough times so then have sex. And if that felt good, then we want to keep having sex. So we'd keep dating like that. And then, and I took a moment and I'm like, oh, let's not do that. And let's go ahead and do this alone thing. And I didn't know that was happening at the time, but I essentially kind of stopped dating and I found a peace at being alone. And the peace at being alone, the peace at being a chosen lone wolf to feel some sense of wisdom from something saying this is the time to be alone allows me now to not feel insecure about being alone. Whether that be the alone of like I moved to a foreign country and I'm just going to be me to what I believe is the instilled belief that when we as Brene Brown says, we brave the wilderness, use my air quotes there, when we brave the wilderness alone, we find a sense of peace at being alone. And then when things do come into our field, connections as friends, connections as romantic partners, connections to business ventures, it is not I am going to jump into this because I need it, because I need to fill a hole. It's because I already feel whole, and this whole version of me or this feeling of wholeness that I feel for myself wants to take its wholeness and be a part of that thing. Now, let's look at the other side of it. Let's look at the massive division that is the United States. Oh, my God, it is exhausting. One of my favorite things about living in Bali is I don't have to fucking listen to the news in the U.S. You got... Let me tell you what it means to be liberal and why they're the enemy. Let me tell you what it means to be conservative and why they're the enemy. And let me tell you what it is to be Christian and why they're the enemy. Let me tell you what it's like to be Catholic and why they're the enemy. This enemy, that enemy. And if you want to belong, we then have this now pressure to fully subscribe to it. 
Whereas if you have one view that is counter to your social group, you are then not allowed to be a part of that social group. Holy shit. I just saw this thing that there is now this big movement in the conservative world that is called anti-wokeness. <laughs> Couldn't have predicted that that can be a thing. Breaking down the word woke to be awoke in, to be opened and aware of all that has been and all that is. Sounds like a fairly definitively positive thing. Oh, would I want to go through life sleeping? No, let me awaken to life. Let me awaken to things that have happened to people that are happening to people so that I can move through life with a full spectrum view of the depth of the human reality. That seems fucking great. I would wish that upon everybody, but now all of a sudden that's a bad thing. And if you then think about it as a positive thing, you are not going to be a part of that group. So imagine that you are a conservative Christian growing up in Texas, and you also want to talk about things that aren't a view of that. You have to make a choice sometimes, or you feel that we are put into the choices of subscribe to all the ideologies of my conservative Christian group, or be ostracized or disconnected or thrown out of said group. And I even look at the same thing right now. I got shamed for being transphobic by, and I am a, I love humans. I love human connection. I respect all people. And I'm not going to sit here and have to get on my high horse and tell you all that because I don't need to. And to get shamed by somebody for being transphobic, for being a thing like I, I can, I don't, I don't conceptually get it. And I'm, I'm allowed to not get it. But at the exact same time, I had, I might believe in equal rights for everybody, safety for everybody, but I had one view. I had a view that like, it doesn't feel right for a trans woman, which I believe is a person that was biologically born a man and now has transitioned to a woman, trying to get that definition correct, that plays now sports against people that are biological women in women's sports. I can, you can put whatever you want to out there, I will view that as that, to me, doesn't seem fair. I would then say, if we want to have a full gender equality discussion, there should be no genders in sports at all. And then we would lead toward, oh, there's only the best play, and there's going to be a majority men playing. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but to think of myself as a, a liberal, forward-thinking person, and to have a counter view, and then to be shamed because of that, oh, man, so now... I had to make a choice. Do I have to now subscribe to everything that is the liberal side of thing to be considered a liberal, or can I actually just be me? And in this fear of, <laughs> we'll use it, we'll throw out another fun word for these, like the fear of being canceled, do we turn away from our authentic view on life in order to belong? Do we turn away from inherent principles that feel connected to us on a deep inside level so that we can belong? And sometimes the answer is yes, because there is a fear of a lack of abundance of connection. And I don't use this as in the foo-foo spiritual bypassing. Oh, 
abundance, it's everything. We can manifest abundance. No, what I'm saying is, is the, if we have not felt a sense of peace or spent periods of our type truly being at peace, being alone, will we sacrifice our authenticity in order to belong? Or can we actually have a true yearning on the inside that says, this doesn't feel right. I'm going to step away. I'm going to risk losing all this connection. I'm going to set a boundary knowing that best case, if this is a true connection, I will belong despite a difference of opinion, a difference of ideology. And if not the case, this was never a real connection in the fucking first place. And most importantly, I believe to my core, hope to believe to my core, try to believe to my core, that in standing up for my principle in that moment, standing up for my authenticity, if it goes away, it will be at the right time filled by some other connection. That there is an abundance of connection in the world, though at some points, if we stand true in our authenticity, there might be periods of time in which we are alone. And we can be alone because our true connections, our true friends are busy. They live on other parts of the world. The people that are around us aren't true connections. And that is what we have to be at peace with. We have to be at peace that there are going to be moments in time in which we are alone if we truly stand by who we authentically are. And alone doesn't mean that alone is going to be forever. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, am I going to sacrifice my true self in order to belong? And if we haven't made peace or found a sense of peace in being alone, we will lean toward sacrificing who we are, our principles, in order to belong. So try to find a peace, a little piece of time to be at peace, being alone. And if you can allow yourself to find a sense of peace of being alone, then you'll always belong. Because as cliche as it sounds, finding a sense of peace at being alone will allow you to always belong to yourself. Thank you so much for listening. This is Chris Walker, and you've just listened to another episode of Being Human with Chris Walker. I hope you subscribe and download and check out another episode.